T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So, Ed Ganey, who has been a, a, a breath of fresh air. Whether you want to hear that or not, I don't, I don't care. Uh, the guy grew up here. He knows this town, man. He knows the government here, and the government knows him. And that's important. He knows every nook and cranny. He knows every street. He knows every community. And the best I can determine, he cares about all of them. So check this out. Uh, he was very willing and able to come on Friday, but quite frankly, uh, he had personal commitments, which are why we're here, and that's family. Family. It's all about family, man. If you can't take care of your family, you can't take care of this city. And that's how I roll, and that's how I feel. My number one priority is lo- in life is my family. And it works. So his son just finished Fulton Elementary and his daughter is going to high school. So, so these kids, Ed Ganey's kids, will grow up in a world where their dad's going to be the man in the city of Pittsburgh. So they're always going to get questions about your dad, the mayor. And, and, and dad, the mayor, is probably getting questions right now from his kids about, hey, daddy, what are we going to do about all this crime in the city? This is a big, big, big deal. And I wanted to snag him this morning, and I'm grateful to have him. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Marty. How you doing today? I'm fantastic. It's important that your kids grow up in a safer community, is it not, sir? Absolutely. There's no question about it. Absolutely. And how do you plan to get there? Because right now, man, Ed, it's, it's been ugly, and you know this. You know it better than anyone. How do we get there, sir? Yeah, these last two weeks, um, first, we just want to say a prayer for the families. Um, there's been a lot of violence in our city in these last two weeks. Um, we've seen the crime escalate over the last month um, in terms of violent homicide. And so for anybody to sit here and say, hey, here's the magic wand to how we get rid of it, we would just be communicating. We wouldn't be speaking into what we need to do. One, I think that we can't incarcerate our way out of this problem. Because if we could incarcerate our way out of this problem, this problem would have been solved. I believe that we got to go deeper and we need a public health plan. We need something that addresses some of the systemic issues that are causing this. Marty, I can't tell you what makes a child get up um, and want to shoot up a street, want to shoot up a school, want to kill a neighbor. I don't know what what causes that. I don't know the depth of the problem inside that person that would make them want to kill anybody. And so that's why you hear me say that it's, it's beyond a public safety issue. It's a public health. We need to address this from a public health standpoint as one of the aspects. The other one, Marty, the drug scene in the city has picked up tremendously. Um, 
we have to have an answer for this for this drug culture. You know, in this city, the one thing that we've seen over and over again is that you're not gonna we're not gonna solve it by just saying, "Hey, don't do drugs." If that would have worked, we would have already been done. Poverty is another issue. There are so many issues that are, that we need to address when it comes to the violence in this community. That there's not a magic wand that we can wave that's going to solve them all. We need concrete plans, and some and a lot of it has to come from the public health spectrum, the mental health spectrum of what's going on in our society that makes these children want to get up, shoot each other, shoot up schools. This this is something that we have to address, and we need all hands on deck. We need the spiritual. We need the mental health experts. We need everybody to come together and start talking about what we have to do to resolve some of these issues that's getting people to just wake up with murder on their mind. Ed Ganey joining us. Ed, I uh, know a bunch of cops, and, and I know you do as well, and I know for a fact that they've backed off. That has to concern you, sir. They have backed off. That has to trouble you, right? Yeah, what you mean by backed off? I'm uh, sorry. Okay, so they'll answer a call if they're ordered to go to the call, but they're not working as hard to take guns off the streets. They're not working as hard to to do the things that they used to do because they're afraid of how they're managed or handled in the community. They're backing off their job, sir. Yeah, well, we want we want everybody to be able to do their job, Marty. You know that. That's why I said you heard me say, but we can't put all this on the emphasis of the police. That's why you heard me say we need a public health plan. We need We need a plan that's going to address some of the systemic roots of what's causing this violence. Um, and we want everybody to do the job. I don't never want anybody to think we don't want them to do the job. We, you and I know we need them to do their job to get these guns off the streets. But we also need to start focusing on, you know, for, from a community standpoint, what is causing, what is causing, what is causing the violence? Right. Like what is going on internally that makes you want to get up and kill somebody? You know, no, no public safety, no law enforcement is going to be able to solve that equation. That equation can only be solved when we talk about dealing with it from a public public health, mental health perspective. We need them to do their job. But the other side of trying to carve some of this violence out is to be able to talk about from a public, and what do we need to do it to address this violence? This violence is nothing new. It's been here. And if we were using the same solutions over and over again and we're still talking about the same problem, we have to begin to talk about it from a different mindset of how we address it. I think he's right. And that's why you've heard me push this public health. We need to deal from a public health perspective to help deal with some of these, some of these murders that we're witnessing right now. Uh, Marty, it may go down again, and we may have four or five months of low crime, then it escalates again. That's been the pattern of this, this type of violence. And we really need everybody to come together and start talking about what we need to do from a public health perspective to solve this problem. Ed Ganey, joining me. many times. Ed, um... So everybody thinks you're going to defund the police. They're freaking out internally in the department. I don't see that as your style. I never said that. That is not yeah, your I style. Never said I wanted, yeah, Marty, I never said I wanted to defund the police. That was never my style. I've never made that comment. I made it publicly that that was not what I wanted to do, um, and I've made that clear. Um, folks in the community said that, that uh, they want the police department given back to the community. What does that mean, sir? I'm not sure. Um, what they um, what they would mean when they say they want the police given back to the community? I probably have to hear a little bit more from them. Yes, sir. Um, but I want I I want to make sure that we improve improve police community relations. We have to for times just like this. We need we need we need to make sure that we're working together. You know what I mean? We need to make sure that we're we're on the same page of how we address the level of crime that we're dealing with right now. 
Ed Ganey joining us. Uh, without being disrespectful, the current mayor has told police officers not to arrest a homeless folks committing crime downtown. As a result, we have crime downtown. Is that the way to do it? Or, or don't you set up an, a program where you engage these folks more, get them off the streets and get them help rather than just saying, don't arrest anyone downtown, sir? Yeah, Marty, now you're talking about just what I'm speaking about. That's why I keep saying we need a public health plan. Because the, the, the people that's homeless downtown, if you're homeless, it's, a, it's an issue. There's reasons why you're homeless. And that's why I always say we have to invest more in public health. If we don't, Marty, we're not solving anything. The same issues we got today are the same issues we're going to have 10 years from now if we don't start addressing some things from a public health perspective. If not, that's not going to go anywhere. Why do we know that? Because it hasn't gone anywhere so far. I know you're slim. So if, can, can you hang around another minute, sir? Yes, sir. I got to get uh, Ed Ganey. I think this is important stuff. He's going to be the next mayor. Whether you think someone's going to fall out of the sky and win some independent candidacy or not, this is the next mayor of Pittsburgh, and it's important we talk to him. And I respect and admire him for doing this because he is, and he answers any questions you ask. It's amazing. Um, what a shocker. A public official actually talks to the media. I, I do take it personally uh, that the current mayor, and I'm not going to drag Ed Ganey into this, will not appear, in essence, on this uh, radio station, in, on my show in particular. Look, man, whether you like me or not, we have a vast audience, and the mayor reaches that audience, and Ed Ganey has committed to doing that. But I'm not going to make this about that. I think we have more important things to deal with. Ed Ganey uh, joining us. Hey, um, regarding the community and policing, a lot of folks want to defund the police. And you know this. You get, I know this. You get approached all day long by folks who say, Ed, Ed, we got to get rid of the police. What do you tell them, sir? I tell them we have to have a working relationship. We have to have the police as part of the community. And we, we need a working relationship. We know that. And that's why you heard me talk during the campaign and everything else about how well we need to create, a how, how well we need to get back to community policing, how well we need to make sure that we are bringing social workers out to help out with some of these issues that's out here to help de-escalate the situation. So, you know, we all have a role to play. We all have a job to do, but we have to come together to do it. And that's throughout my campaign. Those are the things that I talked about. It's interesting um, because uh, you know this, you, you pay attention to this stuff because it's so important. 80% increase in homicides in the inner cities in Pittsburgh. 100% increase in shootings in the inner cities in Pittsburgh. You had said during the campaign that we are over-policing. And that's where I got into mm -hmm. the uh, commentary about, as a result, police are backing off. Do you think we're over-policing, sir? Yeah, in some areas we are over-policing. The statistics don't lie. We can't incarcerate out of it. We, we're not going to be able to incarcerate our way out of this violence, Marty. I, and that's why I'm going to keep going back to the fact that we need to deal from a public health perspective. There's reasons why people are out here shooting, that if we don't address those root reasons, then we're not going to get out of this. We're going to continue in a cycle, a cycle, a cycle. The crime may go down for a little bit, then it's going to spike up. There are root causes to violence that we have not addressed, and we can't address all of it through public safety. Some of this address has to come through public health and how we really deal with the root causes to help stop this violence. That's that. That's the reality that, that we know the fact and we know we haven't addressed it, but we need to. You know what? I agree with them because I've been having this conversation on this talk show for nearly 20 years and it hasn't changed. So something. So I believe he's right. Something has to change, man. So let's say we arrest everyone. OK, let's put another 10,000 people in prison. 
Okay, but the problem remains. So it's much bigger than put 5,000 cops on the streets and arrest everyone. It's much bigger. And I, I tell you what, I'm happy as hell you're addressing it because I think there's a lot of depth to it. Do your kids, do you worry about your kids in a community with so much crime, sir? Well, you already know that my family's been a victim of that. That's right. Um, so I worry every day, you know, one, about my kids, of course. Um, that's number one. But also everybody else's kids. You know, we don't want to grow up in a society where our kids at a younger age are, are having whatever it is that they're dealing with to wake up every day with murder on their mind. That's, 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 not, a re, that's not a world that we want to live in. And so that's why you hear me say, you know, over-policing, you, the statistics don't lie. That's an issue. And we don't need to over-police. We need to have equity across the city. Secondly, is we can't incarcerate or incarcerate our way out of this violence, it's not going to happen, Marty. If we could incarcerate our way out of this violence, Marty, it would be done already. True. We can't do it. So we have to look and say, listen, we have to address this from a public health. You and I know that drugs play a major role. You and I know that poverty plays a major role. You and I know that there's so many different unemployment. You know, there's a whole lot of issues that at play right here. But if we're really going to get to the root cause of this violence, we have to address the root cause. And Ed that's, dealing it from a, that's dealing with it from a public health perspective. I know you have to go. Um, it has been raised by other candidates that you're tied into a pack that has some questionable spending practices and $100,000 missing. Are you involved in that at all, sir? And should folks be concerned about potential involvement? No, I'm not involved with it at all. I have nothing. I have, I've said this publicly. I've said it again. I have nothing to do with their books. I'm not on their books. I'm not part of their books. And if people are raising that issue, would you suggest that it's just political, sir? It's definitely political. Ed Ganey, it's a pleasure. I, I got to thank you for thank doing you. this and for your thank commitment you. to speaking it. to people. I think it's commendable, and I really do give you credit. Thank you, sir. Anything you need, please let us know. Hey, thanks a lot, Marty. Appreciate it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.